Ladies and gentlemen, good morning, good evening, and good afternoon. Welcome back to the Know Nothing Nerd podcast. My name is Lucas Dukas, and joined with me as always, my my, my best buddy, Mr. Aww. Twitch Collins. I'm your best buddy. Best, best old buddy. How are you today? I am, uh, well, minus the headache. Uh, yeah, minus, you're not doing so well. Minus some other difficulties. Um, you know, like... I, I'm doing pretty damn good. That's you good. Know? Good if you considering. Take, if you take those things yes. and, uh, you know, the dark, depressing, uh, you know, hole, yeah. black hole yes. that is, like, yes. right next to me. If you take that stuff that out away. of place, I'm doing absolutely doing great. fantastic. That's you know? good. That's a, that's a know? relatively okay outlook to have on yeah, life. Yeah, yeah. I know? can respect that. The black hole is just sucking my soul right now. But, you know, I'm doing okay. How about this for a transition? Speaking of black holes that suck things away, there's a big black hole in my life, Twitch, and it's called video games. Ah. Uh, and it sucks me away from reality all too often. Yes. Uh, it's it's my biggest nerdism, my my biggest my biggest thing, if you will, that I'm into. I, I probably spend more time thinking and playing video games in a week than I do working or anything else in a week, which – Saying that out loud for the first time, I'm definitely not the most proud of that. You know, it limits certain things like a social life. But hey, who cares when you have good old fashioned two D shooters? Yes, you already talked about like the hours that you spend playing video games in our very first episode. You played like for Counter Strike. How many hours did you log on that? Multiple game? thousands. And oh, no, Skyrim. That's what it was. What were the hours that you said you logged in Skyrim? Not that many on Skyrim. Many hundreds. Yeah, in the hundreds, though. That's that's just mind-blowing huh. to me. Yeah, no. Um, Counter-Strike, I think I currently have 1,500 total hours uh-huh. on the most recent game that came out. Overwatch, I'm looking upwards of 800 to 900 hours. Holy cow. That game's been out just over a year. Um. I'm a gamer at heart. Yeah. It's, it's what makes me happy. It's where I spend the majority of my free time. It's where I have my quote-unquote social life. I have a lot of online buddies yeah. that I play games with. And um, there's <clears throat> there's something to be said about games that have come out nowadays. They're really great um, graphical graphically concerned. The, the, the feats that they're making are leaps and bounds better than anything that we've ever seen. And every year they just continue to outdo themselves um, while at the same time being less and less uh, hard on performance so that more and more people can play these games. Yes, no, that's so true. It, it's, it's people incredible. like me, because I don't play video games regularly, like over here on this <coughs> side of the desk, like I relegate my, you know, gaming to Sudoku and Solitaire for the most Very part. Very good, yes. Um, but actual like video games, like console games, PC games and stuff like that, Really don't play that much. Sure, sure. Um, and but when I was a kid, like I used to play all the two D side scroller games yeah. and uh, running guns. Um, I was a huge fan of Sonic. Not not completely on board with Mario Brothers, okay. even though like that was my that was yeah, my age yeah. range. Like it came out like in the era that I was born in and stuff. Sure. But. Um, I preferred Sega over Nintendo for many years. Yeah. Although there was plenty of staples on the Nintendo platform that I was like, oh, this is amazing. Um, Contra being a big one of those. Um, Contra was uh, 
insanely cool and fun to play because you just like had unlimited ammo and can destroy people but at the same time it was difficult yeah Um, yeah and i can't remember ever making it past the first level uh because i'm that good of a gamer sure Uh, so so. when uh i made twitch play the two games that we're talking about today and we'll get to those two games but when when you played how long had it been since you've last played video games like like that style of game or just a video game in general Oh, easily almost a year. I, th- I can honestly tell you the last video game I played. Um, well, that's kind of a lie. The last video game that I th- that I really played was uh, Batman Arkham Knight. Oh. Um, and I played that one like I haven't even yeah, beaten yeah, it yeah. yet. I like, remember you played that. What did you get that on? Uh, PlayStation 4, is that gotcha. correct? Is that what you yeah. guys have it? Yeah, that's what we have okay. at the house. Okay. My roommate, Nick, plays Planet Side. Like, that's his obsession. Yeah. Um, now he's making YouTube videos. Oh, no way. Yeah. He'll yeah. be on the show next week. We're going to make him talk about that. Yes, we'll, we'll make him oh, do a yeah. side on that. Um, but he plays Planet Side quite often. He also plays uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, okay. but not for the Modern Warfare side, but for Zombies. the – Zombies. Yeah. That's that's the only reason anyone plays that game. Yeah. Hang on. (coughs) I've had like something stuck. Frog in your throat? Frog in my throat this whole time. Um, So, yes, you and I come from very different, um, at least hours put into video games. However, um, I think you and I when we were younger played mm-hmm. very similar games probably not necessarily um 2d side scrollers i i i played a lot of um mario yeah the, the ogs um but i mostly grew up on platformers okay banjo kazooie i wrote a bunch of them down that i played growing up super mario 64 sonic the hedgehog um Banjo-Kazooie and Contra and Ghost and Ghouls. Um, Ghosts and Ghouls, that was my jam. So good. So fun to play. Those were all the games that I played growing up. Um, Banjo-Kazooie is a standout one for sure for me. I I played so much of that game. But just games that had introduced more 3D look to Mm -hmm. them, uh, which was way beyond their time when they came out like 1996. I think Banjo-Kazooie came out in 96. Yeah. just incredibly ahead of its time, super fun to play, so many hours into that game, and it was challenging in a very unique way that a lot of games these days are missing. Uh, yes, but for people that don't play video games or suck terribly at video games, they're a little bit more fun for me Yeah, because I can actually get past the level one. Sure. Although on Ghosts and Ghouls, I was a badass at that game. Here we go. I got to level two. What a man. Yeah. What a yeah. man. Twitch, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> what, what a champion amongst men. Uh, but, yeah, no, no, no. And I I, I get that. Um, they definitely have made games a lot more accessible, easier um, to play, making easier types of levels. Yeah. Um, and I can understand why it would make people that are, like, true gamers like real legit gamers pissed off and uh oh gosh i can't remember the guy's name he's a youtuber and he did uh he does uh kind of like reviews um 
criticisms of video games, um, or I really don't know what to call them, um, but he did one on Mega Man 10. Oh, okay. Mega Man X, yeah. which is a fun game. I freaking love Mega Man. Um, but Mega Man X, such a fun game because, like, you get to, like, level up the character and use different yeah. types of weapons yeah. with that one. Um, but he did a review of it, and he said that it's probably one of the perfect games for um, teaching you without telling you. Because all games nowadays, they have that damn tutorial menu. Yeah. And I will agree, I hate the tutorial because it's like, I, I understand how gaming mechanics work. Yeah. Um, and that if it's a good game, it's going to teach you how to play it without sure. like you even knowing sure. that it's teaching yeah. you. And Mega Man X, he goes through a whole thing of why it's the best damn game in the world for teaching you to play without you even knowing it. Because the way that they set up that first level, it teaches you all about how you do the dash, yeah. teaches you how to jump up the walls, teaches you that you have uh, uh, a cannon, but it, it, eventually you'll get to this badass cannon that like really blows shit up yeah. um, through introduction of uh, Zero and stuff. So games of definitely moved away from that area and it's more of like people they just people just want to kind of jump into the game yeah um but they just jump in and they're like i don't know how the controller works totally um which i will i'll be one of those those like old school assholes like i hate the new controllers yeah because there's like 50 buttons (laughs) for like jumping and shooting and if you hit the wrong one at the wrong time or accidentally think you're pressing x but you're pressing y you end up getting shot in the head by some somebody on the other team instead of shooting you like pull your wang out or something yeah, like yeah. that those are that's a that's a common option in most games pulling your wang out yeah it's it's effective for the teabagging <laughs> yes which is very <laughs> common in online shooters so for me uh after i after I kind of started creating my own taste, this was still many, 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 many years ago, 10 years ago plus, um, when I started to develop my own taste in games, uh, I switched to PC. Yeah. And as soon as I made that switch, you know, then you get used to utilizing an entire keyboard and mouse. It's a totally different beast. Yeah. Uh, the gaming gaming becomes way more precise when you're on a keyboard and mouse because you're actually aiming, you're actually pressing the buttons that matter. Mm-hmm. But to your point that you hated, now you have an entire keyboard yeah. full of buttons to accidentally it's press. It's just like and- when I, I play, for like for example, Batman Arkham Knight yeah. or the Batman series, uh, I have the first uh, Arkham game or the f- first two Arkham games on my computer. Last one I have on uh, on the Sony. Um but trying to figure out, like, the best position for, like, placing the keys is so, like, damn hard because I'm not – I my flexibility – I'm an old man. You're an old man. So I don't have flexibility of my fingers. Yeah. My fingering – that sounds so terrible. Just, just let it out. My fingering skills. Keep – truck on through, Twitch. So poor. Say it again one my, more time. Say it loud and proud. You've got this. Ladies and gentlemen, the truth comes out again. Twitch is not good at fingering. 
Uh, my fingering skills are poor. There it is. I knew I'd get you to say it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That was so, like, unintended. As soon as, like, as I didn't even realize where it was going. I knew in my head exactly yep. what yep. I was going to say. But my brain was like, no, that's good. That's great. And then as soon as my mouth started to form the words, it was just that's like, not right. wait, 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 wait. Let's let's pull back from that. Gosh, dang it. Um, anyways, uh so I just, I've never been a typist or anything. Like yeah. I've taken the courses in middle school and stuff, but I still have to do the pecking the, the peck. to find sure. the keys. Yeah. So I really have to, like, I can't memorize exactly. So when I'm looking at the screen, it's like, am I pushing up? Yeah. Or am, yeah. am I pushing Q or am I pushing W? Sure. Um. So I have to like really kind of like go through the thing and be like, all right. How close do these keys have to be? Sure. Which ones can I use? And I hate the damn crouch button because it's usually always like the control. Pinky, yeah. Um, or something like that. Yeah. And, like I have to do some weird twist some of crazy, my hand, yeah. like freaking like uh what's the the bendy people? What acrobats. No, not acrobats. Con- contortionists. Uh, contortionists. Do some contortionist move with, move my with freaking your freaking hands. Yeah. Um so th- this will make you want to cry, but just as, an a- just as an added bonus for those of you folks at home who may play on the computer, PC games, um, I'll just run through my key binds real quick because oh, they're going to make you want to vomit. So the uh, the traditional key binds for a first-person shooter are WSAD, or what you move with, mm-hmm. right? That way you have Q and E real close to you for uh, immediate abilities. In Overwatch, it's an ultimate ability and, like, your alternative fire or whatever. Then you have R, a little bit closer for your reload. Um, and then you have, like, you can utilize your tab and your shift and your control with your thumb resting on spacebar for jump and control okay. being the crouch. And then you have your mouse, um, left mouse click being the shooting, right mouse click being alternative fire. Or in some some video games, it's zoom. You zoom in. Oh. Um, which I think that's clever. Uh, I have T, F, G, and H as my movement keys. With mouse two, which right right click on the mouse yeah. is my jump. Uh, my fire is spacebar. That's what I the shoot with. Freak. Yep, yep. Uh, and then obviously, um, so that means that Y and U are my uh, uh, component abilities and stuff like that. Reload and and whatnot. The reason I like this is because I have. One, I, I'm, I'm looking at the keyboard right now because I can't l- rattle it off the top of my head. I have 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 buttons that can easily be pressed by my pointer finger, my ring finger, my pinky finger, and my thumb. I, I don't even understand half of that, but I'm just, like, thinking about, like, the fact that you're – it just seems so weird to set it up like that. It's a, it's, it's a weird setup. Um. And it, I wasn't always like that. I used to be traditional how it was. Mm-hmm. And when Overwatch came out, um, it's a game of 26 heroes, and you pick a hero that you like, and there's different heroes for different situations. And there were two heroes that I played a lot of when the game first came out. And okay. one was Mercy, and she's a healer. She's what got me to my really high rank in the game. Uh, and then there was the other one that was Reinhardt. 
and he's a tank player with a big shield. Yeah. They both played very similarly in the sense of you kind of need to just – you kind of need to be where you're at, and you need to pick a spot. You kind of just want to hang there. Um, not as much aim is required, and so I just got used to not having to. And eventually I was like, it's way more comfortable if I have all this utility. So I switched everything over. It took a long time to get used to, but now it's just, I can't imagine playing – on WSAD anymore. So is that just kind of how you're going to play games from now on? Probably just how I'll play games from now on. Okay. Because that's what I'll do. But anyway, I digress. Um, The world of video games, I believe, has been oversaturated with what you said, just really hand-holdy video games Mm -hmm. that are coming out these days. And they they don't reward complicated gaming anymore. Yes. Um, I think the world of complex video gaming has turned into an online community only where if you want a challenge, go pick up an online first person mm-hmm. shooter and get wrecked for a while and then get better gradually yeah. and start to hold your own. There's no place for that in video games anymore. Single player experience mm-hmm. to name a few games that I've played recently that have a single player watchdogs Two, grand theft auto five, um, far cry, all the Far Cry, Far Cry Primal, Far Cry 5, mm-hmm. um, they all just, like, walk you through the story. And they're yes. great-looking video games, but it's, it gets really boring mm-hmm. after a while. And two games that I've been playing a crap ton of recently, but that I've had since they released, um, that I believe really shake up the ground are Hollow Knight and Cuphead, which are the two games that we're talking about today. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's um, and I got my first introduction to the games, real true introduction, I guess you could say, uh, when we uh, did a couple rounds um, before recording, just to kind of give me a feel of what the game is like and how it's played and yeah. the kind of the aesthetics and the mechanics of it, and uh, it's fucking hard. Yeah. Um, it totally harkens back to when I was a kid playing Contra and yep. Ghosts and Ghouls and yeah. stuff like that. Um, it was really difficult to, it wasn't difficult to get a handle of like, okay, this is how you move the character. Right. This is how you right. shoot. Although they do, I do got a bone to pick it with them is the fact that like, there's so many damn keys that you could use, uh, or buttons you could use. Yes. And no, um, I'll talk about that. Uh, cause, cause I'm I, just... I, I love my old school NES controller. You have the D-pad, which is not talking about douchebags. It's a directional pa- pad. Um, uh, and uh, then also the A and B button. Yeah. And those were the only three buttons yeah. that you really had to worry about. Uh, but it was, it was uh, fun to get to see them, but it kicked my ass immediately. Um, which I wasn't too surprised. I haven't played those types of games in forever, so it's not surprising at all. Uh, but it was fun, and uh, I got to say that, you know, I could see why it draws um, people yeah. into it, especially the ones that are, like, <laughs> hearkening for the days of old, you know. Like, yeah, um, yeah. Especially the people that, you know, were uh, arcade junkies and stuff. Um even though it's more aesthetically close to like modern day stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. It does harken back to the days of having to figure out patterns um, and uh, 
figure out maps and stuff like that. And that's the thing with Cuphead. Let's let's talk about Cuphead first. Yeah. Um, that's the thing that I love about Cuphead is that it's a game that you can't you can't beat a boss on your first try. Yeah. It's a game that you have to learn it. You have to die. I played Cuphead through in five hours with I think two hundred and sixty two deaths. I think was my number of how many times I died. And there's like there's there's a lot of bosses that yeah. they put in that game and I give them kudos, but there's not 262 deaths worth of them. You know what I mean? Yeah. When you hear those numbers, you're like, eh, I'm not sure you should be dying that many times. But you you think you you think you have something down, and mm-hmm. then you die again to it, and it's just like, man. But the the reward that you get from finally beating a boss is yeah. just so good. Yeah. So good. Um, I uh, one of the things that I appreciate about it is. The fact that they took so much care, like with Cuphead specifically, I did most of my research all about Cuphead. Um, they put so much care, like the two creators of it, Chad and Jaren Moldenhauer, um, put so much care into the actual game itself. Yes, yes. They knew exactly what they wanted of the game. They knew that they wanted to make it difficult, but they wanted to make it to where... It reminded them of games that they used to play as kids. And the animation style, And too. animation. We'll yeah. get to that here in a yeah. little bit. Because the animation of it is incredible. Out of this world. Um, so I I really, really love the fact that, like, the game, the final product shows their love yeah. for gaming yeah. itself. Yeah. Uh, I, can't, I can't speak for Cuphead because Cuphead – they grew a lot and they needed to they they i think the final number was 19 people that worked on the game which oh, really? is still a tiny amount of people considering like multiple thousands made grand theft auto yes you know what i mean and, and 19 made cuphead yeah which in my opinion is a better game you know what i mean not as much playability mhm uh, and like i said in 5 hours i completed the game and like 13 i completed grand theft auto so there's a difference in time but um, I don't even think that's right. I think it was more than that to complete GTA. But um, for Hollow Knight, for both of these games, the, the original development team was three people. Mm-hmm. Hollow Knight grew to six. Okay. Uh, but but just to think about that, that few people working on something that is just so amazing and so vast is, is crazy. So um – because we have more to talk about with Cuphead, at least on my side, a um, couple questions on Hollow Knights. Like, first off, what is Hollow Knights? So, Hollow Knight is a game that came out in February 2017. Okay. And I picked it up in March of 2017. And I played it in like five days because I just sat down and was like, I played it all day, every day. Called boss, boss. I can't come in today, man. I'm really. Playing, you I'm called in night. for the video game? No, I didn't call in for the video game. But <laughs> I, I'm, I'm telling you, every waking minute that was not spent at work, I was playing Hollow Knight for, and it, it was such an experience. Um, I, if you guys haven't played the game, I can't recommend it more. Uh, it's, it's, it's really, to me, I played a game that came out on PlayStation Plus accounts every month. There's, I don't know how it works, but. Back when I played PlayStation 4, uh, you signed up for their online, and every month, I think, they would give you a free game that you got to play. Um, 
And one of these months, it was like a player choice where you got to choose between three games. Oh. And uh, I chose a game that just from the cover, I was like, I want that game. It was called Grow Home. And that came out in February of 2015. Okay. So two years before uh, Hollow Knight comes out. And it's a game that plops you into this world, and you're a robot that can attach to plants and grow them. And you grow them a certain distance, and then they stop. And then you kind of have to look around. And it's a total adventure game, but you have no idea what you're doing. They don't tell you anything. You have to figure it all out. And there's no, there's no like, mission to it. Does that make sense? Yeah. But it is one of the most frustrating games I've ever played because you'll you'll be climbing, you'll be climbing. And if anyone at home has played this and – you thought it was the easiest game in the world because it's made designed for children. Then sorry, I'm not hardcore enough, but I had a hard time with that game. I because I just like to explore and adventure around, yeah. and that resulted too many times of me being like multiple thousands of feet in the air and falling down okay. to the bottom and having to climb back up again. Yeah, it's just one of those games is trial and error, and so I just fell in love with a game like that, but I couldn't find another one again. So eventually, I picked up Terraria which came out before Grow Home, but I found out about it, and it was the same adventure-esque kind of game that I fell in love with completely. And then again, after I beat Terraria, after I finished Terraria, I ignored all games like that ever again. So when I picked up Hollow Knight, it was the same sense. It I, You didn't get a feel for this because I didn't start you off on a new game, and if we had had more time, mm-hmm. I should have. But um, it just starts you in a game. There's some text that you read, and then you just start playing. Okay. There's no tutorial. Like there isn't. There's not even like what there was in Cuphead. Mm-hmm. It's just plops in the game. Go, go run for around. It. Run and explore. You just get to explore around, and as you explore, more of the story comes unlocked. And it, it's just it's such an experience. Uh, that's another game that, excluding the uh, folks who worked on the music, three people developed it. It's all hand drawn. The the voice acting is also done by the three people who made mm-hmm. it. It's just so so amazing. So so yeah, um, that's that's kind of my big my big ones. Team Cherry made it, and it was it was partially crowdfunded. They raised like fifty seven thousand dollars through um, GoFundMe, GoFundMe or whatever, uh, and and just got the reins from there. Gotcha. Yeah. So and it was. <laughs> I have trouble following like what what is the point of the game um and <laughs> you said it was you're a bug yes in this world yes that is trying to combat a virus spoiler alert yeah oh sorry <laughs> spoiler okay. for those that haven't played it yet <laughs> um is a is a virus that was introduced to keep the population of the bugs down. So, yeah, yes, sort of. But it got out of control. But it got out of control. And so the god of the universe created uh, a hollow knight to uh, fight off the disease. Yeah. And so you see it working at first because you don't know about the disease. Okay. But as you go lower into uh, the world, the disease gets worse and you start okay. to see it happening. And uh, then – where where you spent the majority of the time in mm-hmm. that whole place gets infected okay towards the end 
Uh, and and so yeah, you kind of have to. At the end, it's a pseudo self sacrifice, mm-hmm. depending on how much of the story you've completed, which is another genius thing that they've done. Okay. Which de- it's basically when when you boil it down, it's basically how much you've explored equals how much of the game you get rewarded for. Okay. Does that make sense? Yes. So I think my first playthrough through playthrough through, my first time I played through it. I had completed like 60% of the quests, but uh-huh. I fought the, the the final boss. But then I found out that that wasn't the final boss, but if you do 100% of it, you get the real final boss and the real ending. But then there's a way to get 106% completion. You get the real, real ending. And it just like oh, – it's, it's okay. one of those games that just like depending on the choices you make actually outweigh or actually have an impact on what happens gotcha. in the story. So genius. So genius. Yeah, it's definitely a little bit different, especially for that type of game, which is like almost a running gun. Yeah. 2D scroller. Well, not – well, kind of. Kind of. It is a 2D scroller. It's yeah. a 2D game. And it's got a lot of platforming elements. And in some mm-hmm. of the updates that have come out, they've just released, like, platforming areas mm-hmm. that aren't boss fights but that are just completely trial and error platforming, yeah. which is I think is a really smart move by them. But, uh, but yeah, the game just has so many aspects to it. It's, it's kind of hard to narrow one down yeah. and, and discuss it. Yeah, it's... And it's a cool looking game too. Um, it's if it's one of those weird things. It's almost Tim Burton esque. It's a it's a Metroidvania is what it's classified as. And does that harken back to Metroid Prime type thing? Or it harkens it? back to Metroid and Castlevania had a love child. Oh, okay. And made Metroidvania games. Gotcha. There's like that. Definitely, I could see that. I could it's see a, that. It's a super like cultish genre. Yeah, and that is by far the best one that's come out. Okay. So, um, but yeah, definitely like the aesthetics of it definitely remind me of like Tim Burton type world. The other thing I wanted to say real quick too is the price tags on both of these games are is outstandingly low. Yeah. I paid fifteen dollars for Hollow Knight and I paid twenty for Cuphead okay. on release. On release. So on release. Probably, you could probably find them discounted now. Oh, yeah. Potentially. That is highway robbery from us. That's that's still kind of expensive for a video game for me. For you? Yeah. I paid $100 for oh, Star Wars up. Battlefront. Shut up. I paid 90 for Overwatch. One account. I have three Overwatch accounts. 90, 60, and 60 is what I spent on my three Overwatch accounts. Shut up. Yes. Um, yeah. The majority of AAA games that come out are, have a $59 price tag, and that's getting more expensive. No, and I uh, – yeah. <laughs> Video gaming, man, that's a hell of an industry to be a part of. Yeah. The money they rake the in. The money. Um, uh Yeah, I get it. It's definitely lower than, you know, what you – What people pay what for people nowadays. Pay and for. C- considering the originality of the content that you get from both of them. Mm-hmm. Just out of this world. Yeah. They could have charged $60 for both, and I probably would have bought them full price. Really? And not have complained. Not? Less so Cuphead. Yeah. Just because it's a quick – It's a. it was five hours for me. I've yeah. played a total of eight now. I've mm-hmm. done it twice. I, uh, I always have trouble when it's coming up to – even thinking about buying video games. Like, I'll log on to Steam every once in a while to see if there's a couple of, like, old-school yeah. games yeah. that I used to play. 
that are on there, some other ones that are like similar to some of the games that I played that I have fun with. Sure. And if they're not on discount or like half off, you won't even look no, at them. Not even gonna look at them. Yeah. Um, just because I'm that frugal paint sure. pincher. Sure. With that stuff, I think. I think I'm too used to franchises being like too bad. This is what we set the price yeah. at. You you want this? Keep in mind, you know. Uh huh. You asked for this, so yeah. I, I think I'm too used to it at this point. So when I see a twenty dollars price tag for a game like Hollow Knight, I'm like, what? That's sixty hours of gameplay for fifteen dollars. That's four dollars an hour. It's crazy. Yeah. Anyway, um, I digress. Cuphead. So Cuphead. Um, I out of the two games, Cuphead has got my vote. Sure. For a couple of reasons. Um, Cuphead was so fucking cool to look at. Yeah. The aesthetics of that game, it's an artistic masterpiece, oh, yeah. in my opinion. Like, besides the gameplay, besides the playability and stuff like that, just looking at the game itself, I could easily watch somebody play through that game and just be enamored with yeah. it. Just watching the animations. Totally. That because it's and it does something that uh is not really been seen before. It's been imitated, but it's not been done the way that these two brothers um really did it. Um and the two guys, uh Jason and Chad or Jason, Jared and Chad, um you, you clap Big round that. of applause for them. Oh, to them! I was like, yes. I thought you were like no, no, clapping no, no, for sorry. correcting myself. No, no, no. Big, 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 big round of applause yes. for the two of those guys. Um, the two brothers uh, from Canada. Um, they're talking about what inspired them to make this game was um, going back to when they were a kid playing these Nintendo games, Sega games, and stuff like that, like Contra. Um, I forget what the other one was, but Contra definitely. Like, as soon as I saw the yeah. gameplay, I was like, Contra. Contra. Um, uh, the run-and-gun shooters, the boss fights and stuff like that, straight up, um, those old-school games. And then also their love for 1930 cartoons, like Betty Boop, uh, uh, I think Felix Cat, maybe. I could be wrong about that. Popeye um, and stuff like that. <laughs> where the ants when they got to the point where they're like, we want to make a video game, let's put the two things that we loved so much yes, as a kid yes. together, um, and it's fantastic. <clears throat> every single animation, every single frame of animation in there is 100% hand-drawn in the style of 1930s on animation paper. And keep paper. in mind, those nerds out there, uh, the game runs at 60 frames a second. Yes, so every every second you're seeing sixty new hand drawn bits. Yes, so good. I know, and it's and the battles last an average of two ish minutes. Yeah, which is just mind blowing. Mm-hmm. And it was cool to see some because I saw, watched a couple of videos of the process they took through. Uh, the game took seven years. Yes, to release. Yeah, seven years. Like Began they almost. 2010. Um, they almost had it in uh, twenty fourteen. Fourteen, where they're going to release it, but they well, still. Sorry, had... I think I think they were going to release it in twenty sixteen. It was announced in twenty fourteen. Announced in twenty fourteen, 
They were going to release it between 2015 and 2016 yeah. somewhere. But they had outcry because they were originally going to release it as um, an eight boss eight fight. Eight boss, yeah. Um, so they didn't have really the platforming. They didn't have much of the running and gunning and stuff like that. It was just supposed to be like boss fights, just like bigger bosses more and more and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so they decided to, because of the people that played it, they're like, it's cool, but are we really going to pay for just a boss fight game? So they decided instead of like making it and releasing it to that point um, and then potentially like making a bigger game out of it later, they said, screw it. We're just going to continue on and build it all the way through yeah. um, into the amazing game that they have today, um, which uses a lot of different elements um, from old school gaming. So you have you have the typical run and gun. But then you also have the boss fights, the big yes. boss fights. Yes. Um, you also have the uh, uh, scrolling stuff where you're playing, you're having to move the platforms back and forth. Uh-huh. Um, and some of the aerial fights, like the aerial fight with the mermaid and yeah. stuff. So cool Great. because like that, like I used to play those games like that. But to see it as a 1930s cartoon is even more insane. it's amazing so well done uh the gameplay is super challenging too yeah oh and, yeah and and it never it never fails to be original in a pattern style shooter mm -hmm. if that makes sense each boss is its own new thing yeah you know what i mean and at the end of the day you know you're still the longer you hold down fire the quicker the boss will die. Yeah. But you still need to find new ways to dodge new incoming attacks yeah. while at the same time taking in how cool everything is. Yes. Which makes it even harder because you're like, what? That looks so – oh, I'm dead. Yeah. Oh, my God. That looks so – oh, I'm dead. I think that's like one of the biggest patterns that I had problems with was like looking around and then hearing the gong that you hit here every time you get hit and like, oh, shoot, I'm still playing. Yeah. So – it's like you want to watch it as if it is a cartoon. Yeah. And then you realize, oh, wait, I'm playing. I'm actually in control here. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I give both games an honest 10 out of 10. Um, so some cool things that I found out about this is that uh, the brothers kind of had the inspiration. Um, one of the things that um, you need to realize about, like, early cartoons and um i don't know have you seen many like 1930 oh, yeah. cartoons oh, yeah. and stuff so like they're pretty freaking dark yeah like <laughs> it was i think back now about it and like even going into the 60s and 70s i'm just like who what how the hell are they marketing this to kids like yeah. because definitely like cartoons like i think cartoons was kind of like Hollywood and stuff like that, finding the ground and stuff. So, like, I don't know if cartoons were necessarily geared towards kids in yeah. the beginning. They yeah. thought it was just another entertainment piece, um, and then they eventually saw that kids reacted to it well. Totally. So then they started to transform it into into what we know. what we know now. Yeah. But like back then, man, it was some dark shit. Totally. Like some very racist stuff. There totally. was some totally, totally racist stuff in there. Um, but you had characters killing characters. Um, you had them drinking booze, smoking cigarettes, yeah. doing drugs, yeah. prostitutes, yeah. sex, all kinds yeah. of crazy stuff. Um, and uh, so to see that is <laughs> what the 1930s cartoons really were about. 
and then to think about cartoons from these days, like in the sixties and seventies, like, um, Tom and Jerry era, like the Looney Tunes era, um, you would see them carrying around these jugs that had marked XXX on them. And it was totally like booze. Totally. And then Dumbo, same thing. Like we see Dumbo and the mouse get drunk. Yeah. But it's a kid's movie. Yeah. So, and they're hallucinating too, which is like an added thing to it. It was like, oh, teach some kids to do some drugs. Yeah. Yeah. Dumbo's doing it. I should too. I should too. Um, But one of the things that they said that really inspired them was watching this uh, kind of obscure 1936 pre-World War II Japanese cartoon, which depicted evil Mickey Mouse attacking, potentially attacking Japan. And um, these Japanese characters come together to fight the evil. And one of the characters was a cup that turned into a tank. tank. Um, Which is kind of funny that, you know, they had some disdain towards, you know, America and like, the consumerism, I guess you could say. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, four years later, turn around and attack America. <laughs> Questionable. I yeah. think not. So definitely was like trying to portray, you know, obviously America as an evil, yeah. evil sign. And like the Mickey Mouse character at that time definitely is going to be super prevalent in pop culture. Yeah. Um, so them to use that as kind of like their kind of inspiration for the main character, the cup character, not not the evil Mickey Mouse and yeah, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, the cuphead. But um, they made Cuphead kind of mirror that style, not only the style visually of yeah. 1930s cartoons, but the fact that it's not all rosy flowers. Like, totally. They're pretty colors and stuff, but it's a dark story. Yeah, yeah. Like – they make a deal with the devil and they got to figure out a way to get out of the deal with the devil. And they do some pretty not so good stuff. Totally. Yeah. So, yeah. In, in the end, it turns out. Okay. But yeah. That's if you make it there without breaking your remote six times. <laughs> if you're not just, I hate this. Throw, yeah. the, throw the, the, the controller through the exactly. screen. That then can... you, then your $20 game turns into $160 game. Yep. Replacing your screen. Replacing the screen and the remote yep. can all be very expensive stuff. Uh, at this point of the show, you should know it is time for the Know Something quiz. But because it's a video game, we'd be doing a huge disservice to ourselves if we didn't challenge our, each other to a match. Ooh, yes. Uh, and this match definitely is going to be interesting because... Luke here has played this game for how many hours again? Which one? Cuphead. Cuphead was eight. Eight hours. Eight hours total, that's all you've played it? That's all I had to. Oh, okay. I thought it was like eight hours. Anyways. Anyways, so Luke has played it considerably more than I have, and I have only played it for... Like 30-ish minutes. 30-ish minutes. So (laughs) I don't have a whole lot of experience. So the way it's going to work out is Luke is going to get a disadvantage. Or as soon as I have the disadvantage, Luke is going to um, have to have some things holding him back. So in Cuphead, you're not – you have – Ultimates, is that what they're called? I, I think they're called special abilities. Or special like abilities. That. So Luke is not going to be able to use the special abilities. Yes. I will, however, um, attempt to use them, um, and we'll see how that pans out. 
and the way it's going to work out uh, is that uh, we'll play the game, and it's going to be a boss fight that we do. And the boss fight is going to be the first level boss, and it's going to be whoever beats it in the least amount of time. Sure. So we'll see how that pans out right now. Actually, we won't see how that pans out right now. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to grab any of the audio from the gameplay that we had, and so I'm just going to tell you how that went. I actually walloped Twitch. I didn't lose any health at all, and Twitch died three times. Uh, And so we just kind of disqualified him from the match, so that's going to set me at six points. So we'll get back to the podcast now, but sorry for the inconvenience. Uh, So, Luke, I hate you. I know you do, but it's okay because I still love you. (laughs) I should have known going into this. I should have known too. That this was definitely going to be an easy, easy upset. There was definitely a way that we could have made that more challenging for me, but probably we, we just probably didn't think of it. So. Like blindfolded you. Oh, oh, I have a better one. Okay. Cut off your hands. Yes. We'll like do that just next. cut off your just hands. Cut them right off. You know, screw tying it behind your back. Just, yeah, no, just bring in right the machete, off. just right off. Then we'd be golden. We'll do that next time. Next time. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, so, yeah. So now so I, I pulled way ahead. You with pulled six points, way ahead with six, six points. points rewarded. Um, which puts me at 12, right? 12. 12 to 9. I'm at 9. So, uh, so Luke is one step closer to his Thanksgiving My meal. My Thanksgiving meal, which is good because I'm traveling that week. <laughs> so... <laughs> So that would be really awesome if I could have dinner with the family. You know, I don't get to see the family very often, so to be able to see them and eat dinner with my family, that would just be really solid. Whereas me, I'm going to be sticking around having, you know, (laughs) dinner with uh, family and friends type thing here in Colorado. So it would be really awkward for you just, like, sipping on your water. Hey, folks, I'm glad I flew all the way out here to watch you eat Thanksgiving dinner. should we put a – because, I, you know, I'd feel bad if one of us has to, like, actually go hungry the entire time. Should we, like, make a stipulation to where you get to eat one thing, like either nope. one thing, so you have to fast for the day? I think you can – Like either mashed potatoes. Oh, yeah, that's Or, fair. like, ramen noodles. <laughs> yeah, like, like you can have – you can have – you can have a college dinner of your choice. Oh my goodness! How embarrassing would that be for one of us? Like everybody is like prepping their their food and everything. You're putting a pizza and then we're in, like... the, in the oven, a frozen DiGiorno. <laughs> no, not even a DiGiorno. That's way Totinos. too expensive. Yeah, Tonys or Totinos. Yeah. yeah, but like you're like grab your ramen noodles and you just put it in the microwave. <laughs> Turkey's been cooking for hours, oh, and you're like, man. here's my meal in two here's minutes for Thanksgiving. Woo. So, yeah, that's that's what we'll do. So we have to do a college, a college, college dinner, dinner for Thanksgiving. Yeah. Wow. Uh, all right, folks, thank you for joining us tonight. Remember to follow us on Twitter at Nerds or on Facebook. Search Know Nothing Nerds or go to Facebook.com forward slash Know Nothing Nerds. Or, as always, email us at knownothingnerds at gmail.com. Remember to fact check us anything that we say and uh, let us know who was right and who was wrong. Yes. Um, and also this week, if you're listening to this right now, go on to our Facebook and hit us with a post telling us about your favorite 2D shooter yes. that you've played in, in, in your entire life. Yes. We want to hear from you guys. 
Uh, let us know what it was, if it's Conjure, Ghosts, and Ghouls, and also let us know how far you got in it. Too. Yes, if you made it past level two, you beat Twitch. Yes. And you can eat your Thanksgiving dinner. Correct. We'll see you guys next week for Magic the Gathering. Yes, Magic the Gathering. We'll have a special guest. We will have a Our special guest. Our first know-something. Our first know-something guest, indeed. So, thanks, guys. Have a good night, and we'll catch you later. That's our ghost.